Thursday, the 25th of January 2024. Just in case, if you go up what year it was, have you called this year 2023 at all so far? Yeah, like a bunch of times. I don't know what year it is. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. We're back for the fourth episode of the year. Feels good to be back. Feels good. Feels good. It's uh, also particularly nice. The air conditioning in the studio is fixed. It they was... fixed the aircon. I want to shout out to Prateek. Mm. Legend. I was too hot. I yeah. was too hot those last few episodes. But now it's also cold just outside. Nah, like, nice. I woke up this morning nice. freezing. That nah, was lovely. <laughs> I was stoked. Wellingtonians. Oh, I woke up and I was like, ooh, a little shiver. We ooh. had family from Wellington come up, like, before Christmas, like in November, and it was like 20 degrees, and they were like, oh my God, it's so hot. 20 is hot. Yeah, and I was just like, wait, what the? Yeah, 20 is hot. 20 is a hot day. It's outrageous to me. My perfect temperature is like 17. Oh, really? Oh, it's oh, nice. Okay, so today's yeah. like a perfect day. Well, today's a high of 25, low of 17. Okay, so yeah, it's like... I have it been checking, actually. started off checking. strong, yeah. and it's descending into chaos. It's going to be hot in a little bit, yeah. Speaking of chaos, uh, one of my favorite things... Oh, speaking of hot, redheads. Um, <laughs> hot not because they're attractive, but hot because they look like the sun. Um, I, myself, am a representative of the Ranga community. Thank you for being uh, here. Um, yeah, I'm grateful to be here, uh, and I'm here to answer any of your questions. Um... Yesterday when I was driving down the road, I spotted this ranger on the side of the road walking, <laughs> and part of me was just like, I just want to shout at them. Because it's a rite of passage as a ranger. It makes you stronger as a person. Every time you say ranger, I like, it, feel, it feels bad. It feels it, gross, right? It, it feels, feels like a racial it slur. It feels like a slur. Yeah. Like... I don't know if I can say Ranga. it. I don't know. No, I don't like it. You know, the other day, I was, I was in Mount Monganui. This happened a few years ago. I went down to Mount Monganui. I was on the beach, and I was getting out of my car, and this guy drove past and was like, bring her. And I was like, this has not happened to me since I was like 12 years old. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm actually, I'm 6'4", 130 kilos. <laughs> so I just like walked after his car, but he drove off, and I was like, pussy. But like, um, every, every, it's a birthright. Every ranger should get yelled at. And I feel like if I start yelling at them, it's not actually bullying because it's the pot calling the kettle ranger. So I'm going to start shouting at them. I mean, look, if you want to go shout at people out your car during your day, I'm not going to stop you, girl. You're a little redhead walking down the road and all of a sudden some big bald man with a ginger beard leans halfway out of the car and just goes, Hey! <laughs> You're not gonna know what to do. It's don't so t- good, and I can get away with it. I don't know that you can get away with it. Um, anyway, coming up on the show. Coming today, up on the show today, we have a lot to go over. Uh, Tuesday, we had a bit of a serious tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And today, we're doubling down. It's getting more serious. Make sure you stick around for that. Coming up on the show, we have illustrious guests. Uh, Gracie Moll is here. Uh, she is here. She's coming later. We're talking about music, and she was in the UK, so I'm going to talk about that as well. Um, yeah. I've also done an investigation into the Auckland slash nationwide cone situation. Hmm. I've really, I've done some math. I've read OIAs. I was like an actual journalist yesterday, but specifically about road cones. And what colour are cones? Orange. Rangers. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't yeah. even think about that. Time of the. F- Time is a flat circle, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, also, coming up later on the show, we have Nori coming through to catch up with us about his latest project and his upcoming single. Uh, but to kick things off, let's head to the interwebs. Read it. Love it. Hate it. However you feel about it, today's story is about it. And in particular, wonderful place by the name of... Palmy, but I thought you said redhead again. And oh, I was like, okay. come See, on, can we move on to the redhead? Ranger Inception <laughs> is ongoing, all right? 
Reddit is like I feel like it's a place that just be chaotic bad and and but but this was one of my favorite like chaotic good moments. Mm. The Palmerston North Palmy subreddit. Just because I'm not on the show, I will jump in and say hi. It's Harry um, from the side room. Yeah, sorry. Hey, producer <laughs> Matua Harry is here. Um, um, just in case you were wondering who that random voice was mm. on the show. Um, but yes, Reddit Palmy. So the interwebs is an interesting place. Uh, you could argue people from Palmy. Interesting. They do things. They go to the square. I don't think you need to argue it. Yeah. Um, but what they have been doing recently on their dedicated subreddit, uh, reddit r slash palmy, there's this trend going on where people are asking, they put up a a photo of Mm. something. Sometimes it's a meme, sometimes it's something that people can do, whatever. They say, we're in palmy, can I do this? And honestly, people have taken it from, like... It must have been a genuine question to start it. Mm. Someone was like, we're in Palmy, can I do this? And then it's like people were asking genuine questions and the take the mickey out of that person by just stacking up all these crazy photos is it's quite interesting. You just have to go for yourself and have a look. It is it is so funny because it just seems like a bunch of people from not Palmerston North have joined in on this. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. for the record, the photos are hilarious. Sometimes I saw one, it's like a guy wrestling a beer. Yeah. And it was just like, we're in Palmy, can I do this? One yep. was the uh, communist revolution in Russia. It was a photo of Karl Marx <laughs> saying, we're in Palmy, can I do this? Um, then there's some more R-rated ones that I don't really want to get into on the show. Yeah. But it's a good time. Yeah, there's a few things uh, that paint the picture of something else, mm. is what we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> but again, uh, with the caution of that, go uh, if you want to and have a look for it yourself. There's also, I noticed, um, some hearty... Palmerstonians, is that their names? Mm. Palmerstons? Yeah. Do they have a name like that? Palmerstonians is what I'm going with. Um, They were not too happy about the memes. Right. Um, Yeah, they were very upset that their Palmerston North subreddit was being invaded by memers. What's the general challenge there when they're not going through this like once-in-a-lifetime popularity spike? Uh, The only one I could find on the subreddit when I looked at it was, this is a photo of this wreckage before it was covered in sand. And I was like, interesting, cool. Um, i got to be honest, better than the Auckland subreddit, which just gets vehemently bad at times, just like hateful as in general, which probably speaks volumes to what we are as Aucklanders. So the Palmerston mm. North subreddit is the Palmy subreddit, as it's known as, probably one of my favorite cities on Reddit. Hey, shout out the Palmerston North music scene, though. Little bubble from Palmerston North doing some really cool things in the New Zealand mm. music scene. Uh, a good friend of mine, Rory Noble, is from Palmerston North. He's from Palmy. He's from Palmy. All oh, the Noble brothers are. Um, his his good friends, uh, Adam Snow, who hasn't put out music in a while. Um, Evie had a funny reply one day to my Instagram story when I was hanging out with Adam, and I put up a photo of him cooking in the kitchen, mm. and she she said, "Tell him to stop cooking food and start cooking up new music." Mm. Do you hear that, Adam? <laughs> uh, also, Mikey Dam, who we're playing at One Love. Mikey Dam is yeah. from Palmerston North. Palmerston North. <sighs> wow. There you go. Well, the more you know. The more you know. But yeah, go. <laughs> Whenever I come on here, it's just tangent. It's just tangent <laughs> after tangent. There's a reason why I'm not a full time host. And then you're going to critique us for not being on topic? Yeah. It's and then I- <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> then after the show, I'm like, guys, this is how you present. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how to present myself. <laughs> Clip that. Clip that. I want to keep that for later if we ever need it. 
But hey, thanks for joining us for this in- in- incredible insight. Thank you. Matua Harry. Yeah. All right, back to more important things. Back to you in the studio. Joining me on the show today, our illustrious guest, a guest who I've wanted to catch up with for a very long time. Uh, he's been around the music scene for years and is finally getting the respect he deserves. Yeah. Uh, straight out of Auckland City, we got Naughty. What's up, my G? I'm so glad to, to finally get this because I've wanted to I've wanted to catch up with you for a while because I I really I remember hearing your name for a while and then in I think I think it was 2022 you dropped Road to a Brick yeah yeah and I remember seeing the visuals and listening to that and just thinking like why do more people not know about yeah Naughty? and like just before then I went by the name T dot D and that was like the omnipotent days so Road to a Brick mm. was like the first project for me as Naughty yeah yeah, yeah. so so how long have you been actually creating music? Mm, long story short probably since i was 16 mm. I, of course in school you know i'm not paying attention in class t- talking my shit in the back of my books and that but um when i was 18 i got the opportunity to open up for mob deep wow ip prodigy 18 yeah so that's my first show first time performing to anyone before then i hadn't spat my bars to more than five people yeah i was mm. pretty shy for it but that showed me, you know, that they're my favorite group. So to be able to open up for them and to, to be part of that history showed me, hey, it's worth taking serious. So seriously, from like 18 to now, 27, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Man, you've been around for a minute. A minute, bro. But I've been waiting my turn, respectfully. Yeah. Well, it seems like it's your turn now, man. I mean, um, I... I I, I really want to shout out um, your project that you did in collaboration with um, Dustin Ghost. Oh, uh, yeah, Voodoo, Voodoo Child. Child yeah. was, um, I loved it aesthetically. I wrote about it because yeah. I, I listened to it and I was just like, this. Is, I don't know if I have enough words on the show to talk about it because, I, I mean, not only am I a big Dustin Ghost fan, um, but I just found you and I was enjoying your music and then I saw you collab with them and then I saw the visuals and just this, this like... Scarface, Soprano yeah. sort of aesthetic, and I, I loved it. And then off the back of that, you dropped the Gotham EP. Yeah. Congratulations, Thank number you. one spot. Yeah. How does that feel to finally achieve that? Oh, it's funny the timing of it as well. You know, I was going through my my banner on Instagram, and my manager Connor hit me up, and he's like, "Yo, we got some good news." And um, yeah, it's interesting because we made that project like three, four years ago. Jeez. And so I didn't put it out. I was selling CDs. I mm. went old school with it, and just like. I've always been grassroots, so like in real life, I got more pool than online. But mm. now, you know, I'm trying to put this more into the socials and that, and we're playing that game. But um, yeah, I didn't really think anything of it because I think up to Road to a Brick or Voodoo Child, sonically, I was still learning, mm. and Gotham still falls under that umbrella. So like, I listen to it, and it's like, yo, it's still relevant, sadly, <laughs> with what's going on around the world and just mm. you know the tough times. But yeah, it blew me away. So shout out all the people who who've been rocking with that. Do you, I'm curious because I think that you're an artist who has worked really hard and I think you're an artist who has long been due some celebration. Mm. When you got the news that you had made top, uh, the number one spot after all these years, was it excitement or was there maybe a bit of resentment there? Not resentment because I chose to sell CDs. I mm. chose for it to be offline. So that was cool to see the, the transition, but it's not my favorite project. It's not my proudest art. And mm. where I'm at now in the space I'm at now, I've been making you know the essence so i'm excited to 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 feel the the rewards and the, the aftermath of this new album mm. and all of that it's just got me excited for the future mm. like i want to be the best artist rapper down the side of the world ever so tom scott i come across i i i like the i like your you have a healthy competition to you mm. like there, there's a yeah and i think that's an essence that a lot of people 
lose or have forgotten as time's gone on that yeah. level of healthy competition. Like um, my dad's from Haiti. He grew up in New York. My mom met him there. Hmm. They bought Red Bull Music here to New Zealand. So it's like I've always been around that energy and that. And just with the competitiveness in hip hop, I feel like it's lacking, you know. Mm. And I don't mind being 50 Cent here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody's got to do it, man. Mm. I, I, I'm curious too, like the hip hop scene here in Aotearoa being predominantly Pacific and Maori. How has that experience been for you as a Haitian? It's an interesting question, bro. I love my Islanders. I love my Maoris. Mm. I'm proud and respectful to be on this land, first and foremost. Um, same with the whites. You know, I'm half white, half black. But um, yeah, no, nah, they're mad accepting. I got bare brothers and sisters, you know, from the land. So it's cool. But at the same time, I don't really fit in here. Mm. You know, I think from the outside, people think, oh, this guy, oh, he's so American, he's the standard third. They don't know my roots. They don't know what I represent. They don't know what I've been through. So there's always that little ounce of energy, but I don't pay no mind to that. Mm. You know, there's a lot of real chiefs around here, so I just connect with the right people. Mm. Um, but the whole point of this music stuff is to unify all mm. colors, all races, and just um, bring back the power to where it should be. Mm. So I'm just trying to, you know, get everyone on the same page. And working with, say, Dusty and Ghost and, of course, other artists. But, yeah, we're just at the forefront of things. And it's interesting to know that we're taking this into the future. It's mm. up to us, you know, mm. respectfully. So, Does that ever feel like too much pressure for you? Nah. I got kicked out of home at 16. You know, mm. I've been on the streets for a minute. So, like, now that I'm far past that, the drugs, the whole mentality and that. <clears throat> pardon me. Yeah, nah, it's easy, bro. You know, mm. this is, it's, we're blessed to be here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, to be able to dream, to be able to chase the dreams. So when we see what's going on overseas, you know, it just puts everything into perspective. So full circle, nah, I'm ready for all the blessings, yeah. Mm. Oh, hey, uh, speaking of blessings, you've got some new music on the way. Yeah, man. Every um, two weeks we drop in a video or sign. Right, Connor? <laughs> you have been one of the hardest working musicians of the last year. Like, I, I am. Have... breaking a sweat, bro. What off a duck's back, bro? I'm keen to piss everyone off. <laughs> Like, one, just keep dropping shit. Two, mm. it's like, damn, the quality just keeps going up. And, like, yeah, I don't even know my roof, so mm. we'll see how it goes. Because I saw you, you went down to Queenstown, I was like, man, good, this brother just rocked the project, like, he deserves a holiday. <clears throat> and then I saw the studio equipment, and I was like, it's not taking a break. My family's from, like, Invercargill, Timaru, oh, my, my white side, yeah, so going down there just to touch him with the, the roots of that. Also, first time being in the snow. Mm. first time driving first time with a car so little things like that first time having a manager it was beautiful and like <clears throat> when Connor became my manager like four months ago he hit me up like yo we need to do an album I didn't have anything no material nothing but he lit a fire under my ass to, to get it popping so within four months when you listen to SR500 that's four months worth of work 18 songs the visuals everything you can think of was all on the fly so yeah we just drove down there and got to it and for my boys my producers like Luca Josh, Ghost, you know, all been putting in mad work. And I thought, you know, just to give back to them, take them down to Queenstown, put on and show them, like, this is only the start. You know, we got to pat ourselves on the back and make this stuff feel real as well because it's a tedious journey, bro. We're always in a dark room, stagnant ass air, you know? And it's just like, to, to get out in the environment, it's almost like seeing what's to come in the future. Yeah, you got to celebrate the small wins and be real present with things because I spent a lot of time in the past mm. And to me, the past is the trauma, and you can get caught up in that. And then you spend a lot of time in the future, the what if. And the more you're present about things, the more you actually lock in your reality, because you are where you are, mm. you know what I mean? You keep keep it a hundred and keep pushing. Do that for 365 days. That's where you're gonna be at. Mm. Not like head over there, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 
I saw um, you were in the studio with uh, Ricky Paul Music. Yeah. Hey, shout out Ricky Paul. Yeah, man. He's Recent. the hidden gem. So, like, there was, like, a full moon, because I believe in manifestation, numerology, and all that. There was this blood full moon. I wrote a list down on paper of what I wanted. I burnt that. And literally, bro, three things I can tell you off the list that have come true so far. One, manager came out of the woodworks. I never felt like I had an OG. So I asked for, like, a proper mentor, someone who has experience in the music industry, someone who has been around the fire but still under the light so Ricky was that guy I came mm. through I only just met him so he's helped me out so much and then a grant and I got that so you know yeah man I'm, I'm yeah. very blessed I'm grateful no it's a it's I'm really glad to see we have progressed man um, SL500 um, shout out to the short film oh, by the yeah, way yeah, curious yeah. where did you get the Merc from that's my car bro that's you think your I'm car. renting that's this your... come on man you know what it is that's, that is so sick <laughs> sick man yeah it's in great condition too you know it's like a 1992 sr500 v8 this all new numbers to me yeah, i just yeah, like yeah. the car i seen mm. it you know i've seen that and like the window doesn't go down though. yeah the window don't go down we can still take the roof the off and don't need to know that. Whole time. Yeah, yeah in the short film that was like the one thing it's like mm. we took the top off and everything but the window was stuck up but <laughs> no one knows about that but um man we just seen like raekwon scarface vibes you mm. know it's there it's, it's a classic from the 90s i uh <clears throat> I, there was a scene that always stuck to me when I was a kid was the scene in Get Rich or Die Trying where 50 Cent goes to the car yard mm. and he buys the Mercs fresh off the yeah. yard with the cash yeah. and I just remember always wanting That's a Mercedes just because <laughs> yeah man that yeah. would have been a special moment and that, that, that as well you know like the car really the, the album's called SL500 so mm. without the car there would be no album mm. I seen it I was like yo Connor we're flying down to Christchurch and then we're gonna drive to Queenstown we're gonna book this Airbnb so it's just like real time those events led to Magic Glasses, the video. Mm. So if I didn't do any of that, that wouldn't have happened. It's, it's cool now because <clears throat> we used to go out of the way to make videos, big plans and everything. We're still planning that, but it's just like so real time now. Two days ago, I recorded a demo. Me and Connor last night, we shot a video. It's going to drop on Valentine's Day. So you'll see that in two days. That's what we're You got a music. So wait, you got, you, got, you got a song dropping tomorrow. Yeah, we got a song tomorrow, a music video today. And you filmed another music video last night. Yeah, and that will drop down the line but before that another video will drop so that'll drop what what 14th is valentine february yeah, yeah yeah, i think that's a wednesday on friday we got another video coming out well so. you can take a break hey like you no. know like like i get i love the hustle but like nah, you nah, need nah. to relax well, like, for a moment the man. sad thing is when you die is when you take a break and that's, that's when everything real, starts to accumulate so i'm just trying to to talk my talk before mm. that time comes yeah um i gotta be honest with you you know how much it pisses me off seeing you at a show working out and then going and doing a set <laughs> and I get home from work I'm like oh, maybe not today yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like this guy man I, I, I crack up because like you know I'll, I'll be straight mm. uh, in New Zealand you know chop cones is like a huge thing mm. when I was young that was my, my thing I wouldn't eat at all I was 6 foot 4 75 kgs looking like a gaunt ass goblin <laughs> I looked myself in the mirror one day I was like bruh if this lifestyle it's a can of worms, but if you, you know, if you're about that, definitely tap into it because, you know, you are what you eat and everything comes from the inside out. Mm, mm. Mm. I'm corned beef. Corned beef clan. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. CBC, that's my crew, corned beef clan. Oh, real? And we came about, it was like, it was cool because, you know, we had Islanders, the Koreans, the Chinese, the Indians. It was every race within our crew. And we all banded together because every Sunday, broke ass parents would go to Countdown and we'll chip in and get a, <laughs> get a feast of corned beef yeah man 
It's a, it's a, I remember saving my bus money for fish and chips. Yeah. Like as a kid, yeah. like after school, yeah. Fridays, all the boys would bus go Bus money go a long way back then. Well, yeah. Wasn't it like a big bin pile of a dollar? Yeah, something like and that. And the paper bag. There used to be a dollar menu at the, the exactly. fast food joints. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So now it's like four dollars. How, how much does your, <laughs> hold on. I saw a photo on your Instagram of you eating an entire, what looked like a, like a genuine plot of land worth of berries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much does a breakfast cost for you? I'll be real. I was talking to my friend the other day. I probably eat like $600 a week. And like, I'm not proud of In that. In this economy? I know, man, but hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm willing it back, so. Nah, man, I mean, Some like, game. Health is wealth, right? Berries are expensive, but they're like the superfoods. Mm. But take you on the far now down to Avondale Markets or some markets. Yeah. There you're actually supporting community people. You can barter. It's different. You can't go to Countdown and be like, $12 for a pound of berries, mm. just shit like that. So like, just go out of your way. That's mm. how you save money. Mm. Go to the butcher. Just everything that's in that package is always more expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hey, man, I'm very excited for the release of this uh, new single and visuals um, dropping. If you're listening to the podcast today, Thursday, the 25th, yeah. uh, the single drops tonight at midnight, essentially, on all yeah. streaming platforms. Yeah, and if you like the stuff, tap in, man. Like, we're doing this from the, the ground up, grassroots, and, like, the, the viewers, the consumers, you know, you are the power, so just... Uh, keep pushing it keep sharing it to your people that's what it's about you know and where can people stay up to date with you and your work ultimately the best place would be instagram that's mm. where i'm at sending out the info but you know instagram goes to my spotify itunes i've got a website where i sell my own product and that so yeah www.naughtyworld.ca and then my instagram is naughty n-a-u-t-i full stop c full stop a so naughty ca central auckland nautica yeah. Hey, I never noticed the Nordic reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us nah, on the show today. Appreciate you, brother. I'm Honestly, grateful to have you. Finally thank you come for on, everything man. you do for us artists, bro. And just, yeah, you keep it real, sir. Thank you. Much love, man. Mm. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. At mm. uh, tunnels, roads, cones, redheads, cones. Rangers. There are so many cones in New Zealand. If you live in Auckland, uh, particularly, on, actually, on my drive to work this morning, I counted the amount of cones that I saw, and I hit 312, and I just couldn't be bothered after that, because I wasn't even on the motorway yet. Three, Three one, hundred, two, baby. 300 plus cones, and it's not that long of a drive. Anyway, basically, there's a shitload of cones in New Zealand, and I wanted to know why. I wanted to know mm. where these cones were coming from. So I got really into it, and I read many, many different OIA requests to Waka Kotahi about how many cones there are. That didn't lead anywhere because this is a sidebar and I will come back to this investigation later, but it has to be noted that Waka Kotahi contract out almost everything. Mm. So any OIA requests are like, oh, we don't know, our contractors do it. Mm. And that was wild to me. But anyway, according to the Herald, there are approximately one million cones in circulation in New Zealand. In Auckland alone... There are over 30,000 abandoned or unclaimed cones in the city. Mm. There are 30,000 orphan cones just around, okay? That's too many cones, let's be honest. So I were looking into it. A cone is 25 to $35 per cone. Mm-hmm. So if we say average they're $30 and we've got a million cones, that's $30 million in cones mm. that we have in New Zealand. I thought about, okay, well, what if we sold all the cones? What would we get back? We'd only get about $6 each. Team of five million only getting Team six bucks each. Yeah. I don't know. So, but then I thought, I actually think we could easily get by with half the amount of cones 
that we have in the whole country. Because mm. in my searches as well, Queenstown, too many cones. They've got issues, and then drunk people keep taking the cones and putting them in places. Whole other thing down there. Um, but I figured if we sell half the cones, giving us, as a nation, 15 million extra dollars, that'd be pretty cool. Now, I'm no... I'm no finance minister. You know, I'm no finance guy. I can barely do math. I had to get Harry to help me with the math. And, like, look, I've never prepared a budget, small manila folder or otherwise. So I don't know the best way to spend the money, but here's my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, We could get Tristan Thompson to join the Breakers, which would be detrimental for, like, the women of New Zealand, but there'd be more drama, and that would be cool. Mm. John Cena's appearance fee is 500000 to $750,000. We could afford to get John Cena, like, once a year for 15 years, like, come to events and, like, come do stuff. And I just think the morale... John Cena sings the national anthem. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? But how good would that be? You know, like, would that not put you in a good mood? You go to a game, you go to a Warriors game, you're like, woo, up the words. John mm. Cena comes out... He's there. He's like up the waz. You'd mm. be like, oh my God, it's John Cena. And you'd be stoked. You'd be mm. in a good mood. Mm. And I think yeah. that a lot of people like him. Anyway, other ideas for the 15 million. We could get Beyonce to come. The Renaissance tour could come here. Get Beyonce. Jay-Z's not invited. But Beyonce. We could also afford to get BTS to perform once a year for three years in a row. Because they're like $5 million. Um, yeah, I know. I looked it up. But then I thought... Actually, Harry suggested you get BTS to come do one big concert, five, six million dollars, but then you also commission them to do a song about road safety and like slowing down mm, so that it's like, you know, idea. the money's going back to where it needed to be. Mm. Uh, another idea is using that money to educate Aucklanders how to merge. It's actually really easy to merge. We can bleep that, but like for real, it's really straightforward. But Aucklanders, something about this place, there's something in the water, it's poo, but there's something in the water. Means people can't merge. Um, Ten eighty. We could spend the fifteen million on also like I don't know how much like football players are, but like one really good one. Mm. And I think I don't, I don't know if that would do much for me, but I think other people would like it. Mm. What would you do with an extra fifteen mil just uh, to chuck around? No cones. Fifteen mil. Uh, we could re rebuild the blues. Okay. I don't know how we'd rebuild them, but I mean. They're pretty good as is. I'd, I'd, I'd almost argue they're perfect just the way they are. Okay. Um, we could, we could. Do you think we could pay a musician to not make music for so long? Oh, I don't think the ones that I, I don't think the ones that we're thinking of we could afford would to. do it for fifteen mil. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel yeah. like they got money because, mm. like, for me, it's we know who. Mm. She, she who shall not be named. Voldemort. Um. She doesn't need fifteen million. She's got enough money. Yeah, that's good. right. But it's a good idea. Um, I could buy every tradie in the country a blue V and a pie for the foreseeable future, I'd imagine. That'd be good. Right. We could buy like one house in Auckland and do like free public movie nights there or something. You could film uh I think one half of the first Lord of the Rings, if that yep. interests you. Yeah. Yep. Just yep. half of the first one. We just redo the first half of the fellowship or something. <gasps> I could be in it. Mm. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I could be a hobbit. Mm. But yeah, um Or or hold on, hear me out. Three times the amount of cones, but little ones. 
Ooh. Do you think they'd be cheaper? Because th- we could have three million small cones. The problem with that, though, is the small cones have wind to take up, you know? Mm. We've got enough in the water, you know? Last thing we need is a bunch of little tiny cones flying around in there, too. Mm. But anyway, uh, what would you spend uh, $15 million on if we got rid of half the cones? Or maybe you like the cones and you want to keep them. I don't agree with you, and I think you're insane, but you're allowed to have that opinion. But you, you should also return the cones that you currently have in your garage for some reason. Oh, yeah. Mm, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> I don't have any. We have had a very historic week uh, in terms of our current sitting government and the relations with Māori and Māori relations in general. Up and down the country, we have seen two major Māori events. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, we had the uh, Hui, hui uh, Motu. Motu. Yeah, I keep mixing it up with yeah, Hui yeah, Iwi. Iwi. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. getting confused for a moment there. Um, at Tūranga Waiwai Marae. Um, and yesterday... Ratana took place. Yes. Um, why yeah. don't you tell us about that, Mitty? So, yeah, basically they handed the Modi over, which is like life force of... They handed the Modi over from like that hui that happened at Tūranga Waiwai Marangaruawa here over to Ratana, um, Ratana Pa in like near Wanganui. Um, and so basically what they're going to do there is they're going to continue the discussions that they started, the, like the key points that they pinpointed at there last hui and it's also like ratana's uh, faith and they have an annual celebration every year where they celebrate like their founder which his full name is tahu Tiki wirimu ratana and he was quite vocal with his political ambitions he used his platform to advocate for tetiriti so ratana has like a history of like just being very involved politically which is why this annual event is sometimes what well, commonly like pinpointed as like the beginning of the political year mm. so politicians um showed up and arrived and maori leaders were there too and they all had their opportunities to speak also like one thing about ratana that i know very because i i've never grown up knowing much about ratana but i mm. know that they're great at singing mm. so i just know that like the performances i know because do you is your whanau, well, your whanau that you live with, they're ratana, right? Can yeah, they sing? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're ratana and there are some hearty singers in there. But yep. in saying that, I think Māori are just predisposed to be good singers in general. So, well, we're supposed like, to. Like, it's hard to, to find. Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to, but I didn't get that part in my sense. <laughs> also, I have no rhythm. I just, I didn't get the singing in the rhythm. My, um, yeah. It's all right. I, I, I didn't I didn't get the melatonin either, so yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, so yeah, there were a few speeches from the day, and you have a quote from one of the speeches, do you? Yeah, uh, an incredible quote from Rahui Papa, a representative of the Kingitanga and Waikato Tainu. He said they were watching the rhetoric coming out of the beehive very closely, uh, saying, quote, quite frankly, the iwi Māori and the hui at Tūranga Waiwai confirmed the hui here at Ratana has confirmed that if there is any measure of meddling with titiriti or waitangi, Māori will not sit idly by, mm. uh, which is a strong message uh, yeah. that the Kingitanga and Waikato Tainui are sending to yeah. this current sitting government. Um, I have a question about one of the kupu in there. What does idly actually mean? Do you know? Sitting idly by yeah. uh, is to not do anything, essentially. Oh, oh, yeah. to, 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 to just sit and let it happen, okay. essentially. Idly, that's my new word of the day. That's your word of the yeah, day? I, yeah, I just didn't know what it meant. And you shall not sit idly by. 
while the show <laughs> proceeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be a very interesting and busy year for the government and Māori. Yeah. Joining me on the couch and not on Zoom this time is the wonderful, the talented, the young, the stunning, the tall, Gracie Moller. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me in. It's so good to have you here in person. Last time I talked to you was on um, Zoom, because we yes, had Zoomies. Um, we did. From the UK. What were you doing over there? I was there for two months. I was writing and recording and doing sessions every day. And I also played a, um, a show in Amsterdam, which was um, my first ever headline show, which was crazy. Um, and so, yeah, I was there doing that. And my EP came out while I was there. So it was cool to be able to, like, do a show around that time. And Yeah. Is there a really solid difference between, like, when you're recording in New Zealand with, like, other, like, Kiwi producers and stuff and writers than when you're in, like, the UK? Is it, do they say stuff in, like, their accent and you're like, ah, oh, I don't know what that means? Or is it, like, right. more fun or... Um, I really like doing sessions in the UK, but then also, like, there are so many producers here that I love and, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of... I mean, there definitely are differences. I think, like... Um, I mean, definitely the accents are the biggest, like, thing or just, like, some, like, slang over there or whatever that we don't really say here. Um, or just, like, yeah, it's it's kind of like going there for the first time. It's like, oh, my gosh, I've, like, seen this in television before, but it's real life. Before. I asked because I've been watching um, Love Island All-Stars. <laughs> right, okay. And I'm like, girl, what are you saying? Like, it's I love it. I yeah. genuinely love it. But sometimes, like, the girls will be talking and I'm like, what? Like, yeah. have to go back? What? Subtitles, please. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've sort of, in the last couple of years, been, like, quite busy. And I think that, um, as someone who's been following from the start, there's oh. definitely been an evolution in your music. Like, it's definitely gone from more poppy to a bit more, like, I don't want to say serious, because that makes it sound like pop isn't serious, because it is. <laughs> but, like, a it's bit more, serious. like, direct, a bit more, like, Maybe a bit more angsty, a bit more grumpy. What's on the cards for your next evolution? Are there any new sounds that you're investigating at the moment? Um, that's a really good question. I would say that my EP that I put out last year was definitely like, yeah, like quite like guitar-y in some places and like a bit angsty. And um, I would say the next project that I'm currently working on is um, there's like elements of that. Um, but I would say it's quite self-deprecating. It's quite um, dreamy as well. Like, I would say there are a lot of um, dreamy elements and quite sad, really. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, like, with your last EP, the lyrics as well were quite direct. Like, I loved it. Um, they didn't peak at 17. Like, it's reasonably direct. And, like, yeah. we talked about it a little bit when we talked last time, but... Now that we have a couple more minutes, I just want to dig into it. Yeah, for sure. Do you ever have these sort of awkward encounters with people who, when you release a song like that, they hear it and they're like, I know who that's about, or they think they know who it's about, or or whatever, whatever. How do you deal with that? Like, do you ever have those awkward moments? You're like, oh my God, no, it's not about you, girl. Or like, you know? Yeah. It's a really long question. <laughs> no, yeah, great question. Definitely have had moments like that for sure. And I think like, even if like, you know, you were inspired by someone to write a song. It doesn't mean that everything that you say in the song is about them or um, that the song is, like, really about them at all. It's kind of just, like, um, inspired you to, like, kind of expand on that and, like, make it a story. Um, so I definitely have had, like, yet yeah, moments where 
I don't know, people are like, oh, is this about so-and-so? And I'm like, no, like, no, it's not. Like, I don't know. It's, People just yeah. want it to be, I like. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like me included. I just love drama. Yeah. Like, how's that? Like, yeah. Because <laughs> no, I think so about musicians a lot, though, like, um, especially, like, I, like this is going to sound crazy, but I think women are better lyricists. Especially, like, when <laughs> Ooh, women come I would in. so agree with that. It's just true, yeah. though. Like, I, me and, actually, yeah. me and my, my Maridangi were having this chat um, before you came in about how we're, like, I think, like, women are just, like, mostly better at stuff. Like, it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. But it's that thing of, like, yeah. um, I had Vera Allen in a while ago, and, like, her lyrics are so, like, raw from, like, her soul about, mm. like, dealing with depression and stuff. And then she's yeah. got to, like, go see her friends, like, mm. hi. And they're like, how are you? Yeah. Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. No, for sure. I feel like also songs are, like, an opportunity to sort of like explore the emotions and process them that way and like usually you feel so much better after writing a really depressing song I have a very depressing song on my next project and I'm so excited and it's my favorite song I've ever written and it like people listen to it and they're like oh my god girl like and I'm like no like you don't understand like the song after I wrote it I felt so much better and like <laughs> now I love it like it's, yeah so that like that yeah. that exchange makes me think about like when I was on Tumblr at like 13 and 14 <laughs> and I'm like just publicly posting like some terrible poetry I've written about like this guy in my class whose name's in it yeah and then people coming up like oh my god like you okay I'm like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so that's not him that's like, it's like oh my god no it's talking about a yeah. different guy with that name yeah. at a different school like I don't know what you mean you don't know him <laughs> um, 2023 was a pretty busy year for you bit of travel new EP out and about yeah. change your hair colour that's big I actually did this a couple of years ago did you I feel yeah. like last time because when we talked on Zoom I thought you were blonde but then in oh, hindsight true. it was just the terrible screen and you did have red hair I yeah I have I have I mean it's definitely like every time I get it done sometimes it's like a slightly different shade which is like not ideal but like um it has looked blonder in the past but um I always get I'm always like no it's not blonde it's it's ginger it's strawberry blonde <laughs> it's, yeah um but um thank you though <laughs> but yeah no it was a pretty busy year like I released my first song and then um went to London twice um and then yeah it just felt like quite a big whirlwind really so um yeah I'm, I'm excited for 2024 though <laughs> you have any like peaks and pits of 2023 like best moment worst moment oh yeah <laughs> I would say um the best moment was definitely um oh, I think I mean it's kind of like two I really loved the um show in Amsterdam I did supporting only the poets in April um, that was just like an amazing crowd and being in Amsterdam for the first time was I felt like I was like in a dream kind mm. of and um, also just like sleeping on a tour bus made me feel like oh, where am I? <laughs> um, and then also like playing the headline show in Amsterdam um, a couple months later was definitely like the the peak um, pits of 2023 oh so many no <laughs> <laughs> I went through a step I mean I wouldn't say it was really like a like a pit necessarily because I was being so creative so I guess there was something good coming from it but um there was a moment end of August where something really big happened in my life and I didn't really sleep for two weeks and I would stay up until like 6 a.m writing really sad (laughs) heartbroken songs um and I think I wrote like yeah like 20 songs and 
two weeks or something crazy like I would just like I couldn't sleep so I was like well I'm writing a song like, I mean, that's productive <laughs> when I can't sleep I just go on TikTok like I'm not creating anything I'm like, Same though, like I'm like what's yeah. happening on that cruise ship like <laughs> cruise ships who knows so UK out. twice last year where's next yeah. on the travel itinerary um, well, I'm going to LA in like less than two weeks. Oh my god! Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna head over there and do some writing and recording and shoot some photos and stuff and maybe a music video. Um, there's so many. Yeah, I'm not quite sure yet. Um, still figuring out what's gonna happen, but um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that and it will be cool to go to LA. Yeah. That's awesome. I've never been to LA, but I've heard really mixed reviews. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people love it. Some people are like, come back and they're like, nah, like, no, no, not for like, me. Yeah. Um, and your last EP was October. Yeah. When can we expect another project? I don't. I couldn't tell you like a date right now, um, but I will just say like very soon. Yeah. Very soon. Very soon, your yeah. super depressing song yeah. is going to come out. I'm very excited about it. Thanks. I love It's my favourite type of music. Thanks. Um, thank you so much for coming. Oh, it was it's my been, pleasure. It's thank so you nice for having me. Person. Yeah, Yay, like it's been fun. <laughs> and I'm excited for all the next stuff and also to watch your Instagram stories from LA. Thank you. Because I feel like you've got to wear some great outfits and get up to some really fun stuff. Oh, yeah, stop it. Thanks. <laughs> I love sports. You love sports. EV Sports News. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch because I'm the man. Mm, nice. Yeah. Huge. The yeah. woman, as you as you would say. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, I love finding new sports. New sports are all the fad. One of my favorite sports that I've been uh, uh, blessed enough to stumble upon is, and this is real, Kajitsu. Now, Ka- what is Kajitsu? Jujitsu in a motor vehicle. In a car. It's in the name. Kajitsu. It's people banging it out in the car. Just the way it starts, right? I want you to picture this. They're in a sedan. <laughs> Does it have to be a sedan? <laughs> it's a sedan. It's two grown men okay. in their sports attire in a sedan. Seatbelts on. Timer hit zero. Fight. Boom. They hit the seatbelts and they're just... They're banging it out. Front seat. Sometimes it moves to the back seat. I showed Evie a video of this yesterday because everyone was like, nah, it sounds like a bit... It is outrageous. It's outrageous. It's actually, it's obscene. Like, it's it's incredible, though. But it's this thing of, like, it's really scary because the guy, the clip that sort of sent me, there's this guy and he, he's, like, in the passenger seat, but he gets on top of the mm. guy in the driver's seat. He's got nowhere to go. He got nowhere to go. And I was like, that's scary. It actually is a, like a little traumatizing to watch because it's not like there's that there's that thing about violence in sports like boxing and UFC where there's that uh we separate the real world to the sporting world by having a ring yeah. an arena. But this is like, no, we're fighting in a place where violence would be terrifying. Mm. Violence in your car. It is a it is a jarring watch, but it is just, oh, my big, dumb male brain just loves it. It's just pure chaos. I uh, think they should make an anime out of it. Kajutsu Kaiser. Oh, Domain expansion. Honda Civic. Domain expansion. <laughs> just God. E- Evie warned me that I wouldn't get these bits, but somebody up. would. I was screwing yeah. myself up. Yeah, no. Domain expansion. Nissan Cube on the highway. You just like can't miss. You just get hit by a Nissan Cube. My favorite part of the Kajutsu Championship was their post-match interviews. 
are in the back seat of the car that they fight in. It like cuts like this dude's like getting his head shoved into the window. And then it's just like, and break! And then, like, it's the next shot is, like, the commentator's in the back seat of the car with the guy, and he's like, so when uh, David got on top of you, uh, and he was pushing your head into that window, uh, how were you feeling? And he's just, well, you know, I didn't really... my I, I don't know, I, I haven't shown it to you guys, but there's also, um... There's a payphone box fighting. In oh, Russia. that's huge! I have actually that, seen that. They wear gloves. That's boxing. That's in a payphone. crazy, though. Yeah, in yeah. a payphone box, which is um, yeah. I don't know where I want to put the next fighting sport. Um, do you have any ideas of like where the next fighting sport could be? Because we've got cars, we've got phone boxes. I feel like on like a moving in a moving car or on top of a moving car. Oh, oh, oh! On top of a train. On top of a train, like mm, in the movies. Like you got to stand on top of the train. Mm. The train's going like 300k an hour. It's a Shinkansen. You're on it. Mm. And you got to like fight the wind, but you also got to like knock this guy out. Mm. Anime. She's doing anime about it. Kajutsu Kaisen. Train Jutsu Kaisen. Um, the 312 Onihanga bus route. <laughs> He's got to get fight. on the bus. You, get, you like both fighters get picked up from their bus stop and then they fight. Yeah, that's, I would, that's actually a really, that's big. Or, because you could do that in every city in New Zealand, and then have like the championship in like the worst bus route or something. Yeah, and then Matt, uh, like you, like you drive, like we have like an intercity fight, and like the Aucklander has to get on the bus and drive to Hamilton, and then they like pick him up on one of those bigger buses. Yeah, so yeah, now we've yeah, got yeah. more at stake. The Ibiza party bus, you seen that? Nah. Might just be a Wellington thing. Oh my god! I, every time I drive past that bad boy, I'm like, I need more than twelve friends so I can book mm. that out. But I've only got nine, so. Mm. Never been able to get the beef party shame. bus, but well, if anyone only, actually has, hit me up. I only need one. You know what I mean? Bring my arch nemesis on this bus. Bang <laughs> it out. On this bus. So, you got a problem with me? I'll see you on the bus. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was how we handled it back in my day. All right, and I still handle it that way to this day. If you don't like the show, I will see you on the bus. Um, but anyway. Uh, Kajitsu Championship. You should check it out. This was not paid for, um, but I'd love to be paid to talk about Kajitsu because it was amazing. It's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. It's um, but also cool. traumatizing, so fair warning. Yeah. And that is all the time we have for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning on in. A big thank you to our illustrious guests, uh, Naughty, for coming on through, as well as... Gracie Moore. Lover. Glad Lover. we had some people come through. Nice to have some more musical guests in the studio again. Um, feel like we're really getting our footing back on with this new year very yeah. excited about this live show coming up at the queue yeah uh, the queue guys we live 13th of february you can get your tickets from the website the queue theater website uh head over there grab yourself some tickets come along to the live show kicking off at 7 30 on february the 13th it's going to be a great night uh behind the scenes stuff that you may not have heard or seen on the show uh as well as some more illustrious guests as per always some fresh tunes some inside some outside some on the side side it's just gonna be slay basically it's gonna be a good time it's gonna so, be slay uh, yeah, you're gonna we love look, it we look forward to seeing you there uh, booing is welcome but not preferred um, well you can boo me I would prefer not to be but yeah. if you I just wanna be clear if you boo Waimiridangi oh I'm it's gonna, on site. we're going to it's fight on you on the bus nah on site you need to understand don't that. you dare don't you dare I want you to understand don't to me like, it's like you know what will annoy me now is if I've said a million times that I wanna be booed and then someone boos Waimiridangi I'll be fuming because it's like what about me I'll, Leave her alone. I'll jump in the know? crowd. I want you to understand that. Yeah, no, no but, one's um, allowed to be mean to it. Yeah. Thank you for tuning on in. Until we see you next time, as we always say, talk fast all you four and Car Kate. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>